like this, don't come on a box score. Keenan with the kale, just give me the rock more. Weather off the glass, nothing but the net. I'ma get you set, pick and roll, we can go with the whole four. Dick Vitel, look at diaper dandy. NCAA with the great Andy. Alright, welcome to another episode of the Courtside Conference Podcast. I'm your host, Sam Scott. I mean, today is my boy Bryson. What's good, bro? What's going on, man? Shoot, not much. Just watching the game, you know. I'm disappointed. She got the hard and close to stuff in your baby. I think that was down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm going to tear him down. I'm going to tear him down soon, bro. There no. Sorry. Sweet fresh off the Clippers and some. Yes, so, sir. Yo, man, what, where the series going to after this? We 2-0. This a different – to me, this a different situation. Like, the Clippers was down 2-0 in round one. They was down 2-1 in round two. And I know a lot of people going to be like, well, they used to being down 2-0. But one, you don't got Kawhi. Two, Phoenix did beat you twice without Chris Paul. So now they get potentially Chris Paul back in game three. So I'm like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And this is their first matchup with a team that actually got, like, more than one person that's, you know, built like that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I would say this. Utah, I believe, would have beat them if Utah had Mike Conley from the beginning of the series. Mike Conley didn't come back into the elimination game, and he wasn't even 100%. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He wasn't supposed to play. He probably wouldn't have been playing even but probably in the conference finals if they, if, they had, if they had made it that far. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, I don't know. I don't know. But you I think mean, Conley was that big of a difference maker? I think so, bro, because he's another facilitator, bro. Like, when Jordan Clarkson would start off every game, 19 points in the first half, 22 points in the first half, and then go zero points in the second half. By Yanovich, zero points in the first, in the second half. Like, I feel like Michael Conley would be able to stabilize that a little bit and just keep keep guys involved while also pitching in, hey, 8 to 12 points ain't going to hurt you. You know, you can always use 8 to 12 points, 4 to 6 assists. And that helped Donovan Mitchell come off Baltimore. They they really got like hampered by the Clippers zone. You know what I'm saying? Like when they started running that zone at them, they just fell in love with the jump shot. And then them three stopped falling. You know, you need a point guard in that situation, in my opinion. But that's just my yeah. opinion. Definitely. Plus they the Clippers have. that had Sergi Baca. So true. Well, the Jazz had a lot of looks though, but I said they think without Conley, is that they gotta play that way where they keep hunting the threes. Like you said, they ain't had nobody to actually run anything else, especially since they um after the first two, they put a lot of emphasis on trapping Mitchell and getting and keeping the ball out of his hands a lot. That's that's what the rock that's what happened to the Rockets when they played the Warriors in 2018 without Chris Paul to like stabilize the offense. They went back to 2017, shooting three, shooting three, shooting three, shooting three. Chris Paul was getting in the mid-range, getting to the free throw line, facilitating, getting Capella easy looks. Plus what he did on the defensive side of the ball, that goes, you know, you can't measure that. So, yeah, yeah so you settle. You do things that you normally wouldn't do. So Chris Paul, so say Chris Paul comes back game three. Do they take one to LA? I think they take your thing. I think that the way that the Clippers lost, and Tyron Lewis the coach, so it's, it's very different. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's obviously it's different. But – I think it's hard to come back from this loss right here because they had game one sold up. Paul George is a mental midget. You feel what I'm saying? Like, how you 
he was performing in the fourth quarter. Like he was actually performing. People was like, oh, PG Hooper, he wanted them ones, et cetera, et cetera. Only for him to go to the line. The easiest look you're going to get all night. And he missed two in a row. He only needed – he could have made one, and they could have been playing overtime right now. Uh, he missed two. <laughs> After hitting two back-to-back. He can't blame midgets. the bubble this year. Last year he blamed the bubble for being a mental midget. Oh, I was depressed. We was in our rooms all day. Like, last year he blamed the bubble. This year, what's your excuse, bro? You out, You allowed to be out in the streets. You allowed to travel. You allowed to get on planes. Like you're not in Orlando no more, my G. What's good? What 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 we doing? You know? You said what did he say? He bring you back um his Pacers days too. So you gotta get it hey, up. You know, it's just a bad performance. But you know, he he does it so much, it's like people banging on him. But I mean shit, he brings it on himself. And Devin Booker, like again, game two, we're talking about do the, the Suns take one or two on the road, right? Devin Booker, when the next time he gonna play this terrible? Five fouls, uh, five turnovers. What was four for fifteen? You can't lose the camera paying game, B. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, man. I don't know. I like that young boy in the Clippers too. Uh, what's the name? Terrence Man. Yeah, he nice. I can't be nice. Bro, Paul George got outperformed by Cameron Payne. I'm looking at the stat line. Cameron Payne had 29-9, two steals. PG had 26-6-6, zero steals. PG known for being defended. Listen, Cameron Payne was almost um, on his way out the lead just like last year. Bro, Cameron Payne's redemption story is going to get like three 30-for-30s, and it's going to be in like a part (laughs) one, part two, part three. Like this man, I promise you, bro, when he was on OKC roster in 2017, he was dancing Russell Westbrook. I was like, this dude is the worst fucking player in the league. He, like, honestly, I was to the point where I was like, bro, this is the worst player I've ever seen. Like, I'm not even joking. Like, I'm not trying to be funny, bro. Like, I'm not doing this for the camera. I was like, this dude is the worst player I've ever seen. He's only known for, like, dancing with Russell Westbrook. That's literally his MO. I don't know what, what Phoenix did to him. You know what I'm saying? Maybe they holding his family ransom or something, and they trying to, you know what I'm saying? They, they, they saying play better or else. But man, 29 points, career high, regular season or playoffs. 29, 12 or 24. <laughs> 50% from the field, bro. Yanking threes, bro. Yanking threes. Hitting a bit buckets and uh, crunch time too. Stuff for that last shot he missed, bro. Man, I don't know what it is with Cameron Payne, what got it to that man, but obviously he hooping. Right. So let's talk about Chris Paul for a second. Okay. Is Chris Paul impact on the Suns overstated or underrated? I think it's it's a little bit of both. Like people acting like he taught them how to dribble, he taught them how to walk, he taught them how to talk. You know what I'm saying? But and then a lot of people be like, well, well, look at last year when um they didn't make the playoffs or whatever. But like Phoenix was coming regardless. They went eight and zero in the bubble. DeAndre Aiden got suspended 25 games last year. So I think that it's unfair to mention Chris Paul's impact and mention last season and not tell the whole story. Like, I think people not telling the whole story, and that's just dishonest. So his influence is like, you cannot ignore his influence on that team. Obviously, he's a 
great fucking point guard, one of the best to ever do it. And when you add him to a team that's built like that, they're going to get better. But to sit here and put all the onus on him and just act like he the one that just created all of this, that's that's disrespecting Monty Williams and that coaching staff, that's disrespecting uh, Devin Booker, that's disrespecting DeAndre Ayton. DeAndre Ayton, the number one overall pick in 2018. Did somebody say 2018 got potential to be the best draft of all time? Did somebody say that recently? I thought that was. But somebody said that. DeAndre Ayton was the number one overall pick in that draft. And people acting like Chris Paul just... Oh my God. Like, that's my thing. That's, and then people would be like, you a hater. I'm like, I'm not a hater. I'm just like, bro, like, y'all going overboard with it, you know? Yeah. I said earlier, this is the only team Chris Paul has ever had, except for the Houston teams, that can function this well with him off the floor. For sure. Because when he, because when I know he got hurt during the Lakers series, that game when they was like, the Suns don't know what they're doing now, they need the table setter. And then after like maybe three minutes or like three, four minutes of runs, they came out for like the second half just running their sets like any other time. I mean, this is a good team. It is. It's a good team, bro. It's nothing more, nothing less. Devin Booker is an elite player. DeAndre Aiden is an elite big. They got Cameron Johnson. They got Mikael Bridges, who three and D dudes. They got Cameron Payne playing out of his mind, playing unbelievable basketball. You know what I'm saying? If we would have had, if the Rockets would have had a guard like Cameron Payne when Chris Paul got hurt, they would have beat the Warriors. They would have beat the Warriors. Even if Chris Paul got hurt, they would have beat the Warriors. A guy that can give you 29 and 9 off the bench, you can insert into the starting lineup. We ain't had nobody like that. Come in, point everybody out where to be, run the same plays as usual. Just Cam Payne is running the plays. Him and Booker. Yep. And I'm most impressed with Aiden out of across Booker, out of everybody. Because he's a seven footer and he actually played like he's seven feet. DeAndre like every Yeah, like every play he go on court, he set a screen and then he straight to the paint. Yeah. And he either nah. sealing his man on the basket, maybe popping off like a 12, 15 foot jump shot, or just straight rolling to the hoop. And if the ball come off, he right there to get the board. DeAndre Aiden has kind of, like, accepted his role. Like, I think that's one thing that Monty Williams not really getting credit for because his rookie year, I think DeAndre Aiden averaged, like, 18 and 12. Mm -hmm. I'm not – I don't know. I don't know the numbers off the top of my head. But there's some similar. I know he averaged, like, 18 points. And he was, like, getting the ball. He was ISO over the right shoulder fadeaway, over the left shoulder fadeaway. Mid-range shot. I was like, damn, he I could see why he kind of went number one now. You know what I'm saying? And then the second year, of course, he got suspended. And then this year, his points per game is down like four or five points. You know what I'm saying? His rebounds is down. He's more like playing like a Clint Capella, but he like a supremely more skilled Clint Capella. You know what I'm saying? And it's yeah. I think it's kind of hard for young guys to accept that role early on in a career when they're trying to make a name for himself. But credit to Aiden, he's doing it because it's winning games. They on a nine-game win streak. Right? It's hard to uh, preach some young dudes to change the game they've probably been playing for like the last six, seven Absolutely. years of their life. Absolutely, bro. That's that's very difficult, bro. He played in Arizona. He was the best player. Came off Phoenix. Him and Devin Booker were sharing. Now, year three, you win. win. As long as you, you keep know? winning, that's all it goes. Yeah. Well, man, that was a great game, though, man. Like, 
I, I just Paul George, Ty Lewis trying to trying his damnedest. <laughs> he is trying his damnedest, bro. And Paul George is he's Paul Georgian right now, bro. He's trying. Ty Lue gonna find a hole in that defense somewhere, maybe. Ty a great coach, bro. I, I got yeah, I got to respect Ty Lue, bro. He he a great coach. He a great coach. I used to slander him. He was on the Cavs, and it's like, give LeBron all the credit, bro. Can't do that now. Yeah. <laughs> nah, you see, bro, you see, like, when he was down to the to the, to the Warriors 3-1, he was coaching. He was. He was coaching, Ty bro. And Ty Lue is like an offensive genius as a coach to the point where he going to find, like, the one hole in your defense and just exploit it hey, yo, why is it? Why every is game that, after. Why is that? Why is what? Why is it players that was like role players their whole career are elite coaches, but guys that are elite players their whole career are garbage coaches? I, I, I'm trying to understand. I think because the elite players, they get off by just being like more talented than everybody and already got like a head start over all their peers, opposed to the role players who really got to learn the game at the NBA level. Like every stop yeah. they go to, yeah. Cause Ty Lue, man, he ain't nowhere near Allen Iverson. He can coach circles around Allen Iverson. Exactly. So Iverson, you know, Iverson knew he was gonna be Iverson everywhere. Ty Lue might have played with like five, six teams, but I had to learn what would get him on the floor everywhere he went. Yeah, that's see that that's so, yeah. good. That's a good point. That's a good point. So when you gotta do that, you kind of just look at the game like a different way than everybody else. Yeah, for sure. So, well, let's pivot to the East for a second, though. Let's talk about the, um, the second round. Which, one, which team you want to start with? Um, so let's start with both of them. It's only two teams left. So, Bucks and Hawks. Early prediction. I'm going oh, Bucks and... I'm going to say Bucks and seven, bro. Seven. seven. Uh, I'm going to give them six. I, I'm, I'm not underestimating this Hawks team anymore. I thought yeah. Philly would beat them in five, maybe six. I thought that shit was going six max. That shit went seven. Philly won at Philly. I mean, Atlanta won at Philly. You know what I'm saying? At Wells Fargo yeah. Center or Arena, wherever. You know what I'm saying? They won there. Kevin here to drop. I'm sorry, Kayvon dropped 28 points on <laughs> Seth Curry. You know what I'm saying? Then Lugalinari, 6'10", dropped 20 points on George Hill, like, cooking Trey Young go five for 23 like I think a lot of people are not paying attention to the Hawks roster I feel like we so they so young of a team and they knew they got a new coach and they got a brand new superstar so we kind of like oh when is that youth and that in that inexperience gonna show up but Clint Capella got experience yeah Lenari got experience uh, Lou Williams got experience, even though he's terrible in the postseason. He got experience. <laughs> he won a you know game, huh? So he won one of those road games, though. I mean, yeah, he did one game off game. one. I think that was game five or game no game five. He went off. He had thirteen points yeah. in the third. I was shocked. I was shocked. <laughs> I was shocked, bro. I'm not even gonna lie to you, bro. I was shocked. But um, they where where is? I'm asking you a question. Where is Atlanta's weakness? Their weakness is probably having no like other real facilitator other than Trey Young, I think. 
But okay, how can you exploit that? You just got to win the minutes. Take that away. Either hope he gets the foul hole. You just got to win the minutes. He's not on the floor pretty much. Because Sixers threw Ben Simmons and Matisse Thibault at him. I ain't saying that the Bucs don't got defenders. Drew Holiday is an all-NBA defender. Chris Middleton can play defense. However, are they Ben Simmons and Matisse Thibault? Drew Holiday might be in that conversation. But, yeah. you know, are they? No. So, but let's see. Oh, that's what I say. Y'all try to. What Philly didn't do was take advantage of Trey, um, defensively. Just Simmons is just so passive for some reason, and Tavo is uh zero offensively. They just didn't really exploit his weakness on that end. Just like yeah. Trey is only five eleven, and when you got a six ten point guard. You're supposed to at least, you know, run some sets and try to post them up, tell Simmons to drive in on him, take advantage. Of. He just wasn't doing that. Mm-hmm. I think for better or worse, Drew was going to attack Trey a lot more. And I say for better or worse, Drew can get in the habit of just taking some, like, really poor shots sometimes. You said Drew was taking some poor shots? Yeah, Drew gets Bro, in, Drew, has a bad habit of, like, what, Was that game seven or game six? This man was, like, one for nine from three and was, like, and was, like, Taking sidestep between the leg threes, baby. It was game I was seven. Like, I was like, bro, what are you doing? I was like, bro, Ooh, go to the rim. I was like, bro, just go to the rim and just hit the rim. Giannis going to lease or Brook Lopez going to get a hand on it. Like, he was taking sidestep James Harden type threes, bro. Like, what is this man doing? Exactly. Drew was trying to sell that whole game seven. <laughs> he said like he was trying to sell. And bro, that was that was uh who was three selling minutes like that? he finally got that, Joe Harris was Joe selling. Harris. If Drew Holiday was selling, goddamn it, Joe Harris was selling, had everything, everything must go. That boy had a liquidation sale, boy. I'm telling you, dog. Joe because Harris Drew- had a Joe Harris had a vacation plan that he was not gonna let nobody interfere with. <laughs> <laughs> Him and the wife he booked that stay oh my God. at that resort, he was going. <laughs> Drew Holiday. He had said he had a vacation. Him. He was not gonna let nobody ruin. <laughs> exactly. Drew and the family had to cancel his and had to tell the wife here to go out on. But Joe made yeah, sure the show. Joe Harris had places <laughs> to be and people to see. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Joe Harris said Cancun <laughs> waits for no one. <laughs> Dog, I'm telling you, man, that man chilling right now, mentally exactly. free. He cool. better not commit to Team USA. I beat his ass. <laughs> I beat his ass. He better not commit to that shit. Oh, the but no, the real, thing, bro. by going forward, the thing with the Bucks I like the most is that like the last couple of games, Giannis has finally just like calmed down when things get kind of rough. You know, like sometimes, like the first like half of the series, whenever the Nets would went on a run, Giannis would start doing stupid stuff like taking jumpers, rushing possession. But the last two games, he finally just like. Let it come to him all game long. Especially on that last possession of game seven, where he just went, instead of doing all that extra job, he just like calmly just went straight to the post. Like, it was an ugly post though, but I mean, it worked. So. That's all that works. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. Hey, aesthetics <laughs> don't matter. Put the ball in the bucket. Exactly. I'm going to say this, bro. I don't know what it was. I think that Giannis was trying to match KD jump shot wise. 
And I don't yeah. know why he was trying to do that shit, bro. Because you are not KD. You're not going to be able to shoot yeah. as pure and as technically sound as Kevin Durant, bro. So, like, okay. I don't understand why he was taking. So, every time he would have took a jump shot, I would call the timeout. If I was Mike Dinos. Well, what are you doing? <laughs> every time I seen him even yanking. Time out, time out, time out, time Like, every time I seen him gather. You know what I'm saying? Like, the only time you take a jump shot is if it's one second left on the clock and you at three-point line, and you got the ball in your hand. Then you shoot. But I don't want you yeah. shooting it. You letting them off the hook every single time. You letting Blake Griffin off the hook. You letting KD off the hook. You letting Harden off the hook. Every single time you take a jump shot outside the paint, you letting them guys off the hook. But it's just hard for me to watch what Atlanta had did in round one. Are we putting any stock in round one, first of all? Yeah, of course. Okay. So watch what Atlanta did in round one to the Knicks. Watching what Atlanta did in round two to the Sixers, the number one seed, the Sixers, and then seeing what they did, seeing what they do, what they doing, you know, now going to the series, the confidence that they playing with, the cohesiveness that they playing with, showing in the playoffs, on the road, in the game seven, when to go home, this for everything, that they don't need Trey Young to have a magnificent game. He can go five for 23 and they can still win. That's big. Because they're a lot more disciplined than people give them credit for, too. Like, whether the league was big, small, they played that game, especially that game seven. They was just calmly matching Philly, like, bucket for bucket. And this point, they finally pulled away the last, like, two minutes. Yeah. Tobias was selling, too. Tobias, though, I slammed it free. He was selling. He was, I'm talking about, sale. Simmons took all the heat. <laughs> bro, Sim, bro, Ben Simmons, he can't go back to Philly, bro. Nah, he, he can't can. go back to Philly. That's, they gonna they gonna poison his they gonna poison his food. If he go to a hotel, they gonna they gonna dirty up the sheets. That man cannot go back to Philly, bro. I seen the video. They was like after the after the game, Philly fans was just fed up. Nobody else was catching heat. Nobody. Doc Rivers caught. I think one person said something about Doc Rivers. Ben Simmons was the topic of discussion that game. Ben got to go hide out in the Kardashian cellar on Cali till he on. Um, <laughs> he got to get out. He got to get out of Philly and out of Pennsylvania quick. 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 I'm sure he already yeah. back home. He ain't worried. Yeah. He ain't worried. That man don't care. Yeah. But Simmons is disappointing because three years ago, you would have told me who is up next out of all the young dudes. I would have pointed to him. I would have took him over like Giannis or everybody else. Yeah, that take age so poorly, like a year, like two years later. <laughs> Bro, in 2018, like in 2018, when they beat Miami in the first round, and he was a rookie, that was his first full year. I said to my homeboy, I remember calling him, I was like, Bro, Ben Simmons is gonna be a top 10 player in the league. Bro, I was like, Bro, Ben Simmons. It's going to be a top 10 player in the league. My homeboy was like, bro, you tripping, bro. Blah, 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 blah. I ain't going to lie. My homeboy, he always been down on Simmons. He never really trusted him. You know what I'm saying? So he was like, bro, you tripping. They not going to get past the, who they played in the second round? Boston. He was like, they not yeah. going to get past Boston. I was like, bro, you tripping. Boston not healthy. They got the Sixers got B and Simmons. And Boston sent them boys home in five. And I was like, oh. Okay, so my home, home I was like, oh, okay, so Boston, like, they about that, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I was, I was kind of, you know, and, and what disappointed me that year was I saw Milwaukee take Boston to seven, 
And but then I so I'm like, okay, well, Philly better than Boston. They're healthier than Boston. I mean than Milwaukee. So I was like, so they should be able to do, you know, do put up more of a fight, if not beat them. And Boston mm-hmm. sent them, they got one game. Wow. So, you know, it's just it's just, you know, Ben Simmons, his stock is his stock is 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 dipping, but I believe that narrative and and um bad reputation could could just make people say the dumbest things and have the dumbest opinions about you. I mean, just no. this past offseason, you had Miami Heat fans saying they wouldn't trade James Harden for Tyler Hero. You had Philly fans saying it was too much to throw in Tyron Maxey on, on in the James Harden deal. Like people when when you have a bad reputation like James That's Harden had last it. year like Ben Simmons has this year, people kind of forget that you're still a supremely gifted and talented player. And I think Ben Simmons would greatly benefit from a change of scenery. You know, I'm I, as a Rockets fan, I'm saying this, I know it's very unpopular within the fan base. I would still take Ben Simmons right now. I don't play him, yeah. If right the Celtics were like a little differently constructed, I would take him, but I don't know. If they give it to us like some BS packet, I'll take it. Bro, if you have Ben Simmons, Jason Tatum, and Jalen Brown, good luck scoring on that wing. Yeah, so I'll take it. You go, you gonna get all the points you want on the inside, but good luck scoring <laughs> on the outside. Hey, somebody one of the homies describes him this way like a month or so ago. He asked, is he the most successful disappointment ever? <laughs> that's a that's a, like, good, that's a good question. It's a good question. And it really made sense because he he's a successful player. He's a great player. But when his ceiling is like top 10 MVP level, and he's still hovering like in the same skill range when he, he was like top a 20, top 25. He like top 20. Exactly. Top 25. You know, the only thing that he does elite is play, make, and defend. You know? Exactly. That's if it. He, he does like, two things. Those are great things to do, but you know, I just I'm not the type of person, like, I like Ben Simmons. I'm not trying to beat him while he's down. I'm really not. Like, I feel like I feel like he's a very talented individual. But I just think that over time, I think that over time, like, you know, it's just – he can't go back to Philly. He need to change the scenery. No, he he can't go back to Philly. Joel and B don't want him there, obviously. Doc Rivers don't want him there. And this is another thing. Ben Simmons plays so terrible – that Doc Rivers is kind of getting off scot-free from criticism, bro. He's getting off scot-free. Like, people are posting about Doc Rivers and his failures in game sevens and, and his winning percentages in the playoffs. Like, people are posting about it, but more people are angry at Ben Simmons than they are at Doc Rivers. And I'm like, this is my thing with Doc Rivers. You knew what Ben Simmons was when you took the job. You knew what the narrative was on Ben Simmons when you took the job. It was your job as a coach to unlock that you questioned a reporter's intelligence when they said, Hey, do you think it'd be a good idea to bench him after y'all lost game four and the series was tied two two? you questioned the reporter's intelligence. and was like, Ben Simmons does more than just blah, blah, blah. You questioned the reporters. You made the reporter look like he didn't know what the hell he was talking about. And then what you did in game seven, you was benching him. Exactly. When you should have benched him, Game four, why he's missing game, free throws. When you have game to five, leave, why he's five, missing free throws. You have to leave. Exactly. So you're trying to prove a point. Meanwhile, you losing games. Exactly. When you saw they was going to hack a Simmons, 
and killing all y'all momentum. And he's just clanking away every free throw for two games in a row. Someone should have clicked and said, let me just bring in Mike Scott or somebody just to make some free throws or just to put him to stop fouling us. Damn, I don't know. How much do you think that the Danny Green injury impacted that series? I mean, not that much. Because did they win two in a row? Yeah, and then no, Danny Green got yeah. hurt. Did Danny Green get hurt in game three or game four? I want to say he got hurt in game three. Game three. I know he didn't. He's game two or three. Yeah, because he had the strained calf. Yeah, I know he didn't make it to game four, not a much. Yeah, okay, okay. Just making sure. But I think that that kind of imp- – I think that that, that that impacted them a little bit, bro. Oh, they lost because another. Kevin Hewitt, I don't think Kevin Hewitt would have did that shit to Danny Green. And they lost another big defender to throw at Trey too, to just give him a different look. Nah, he, that, uh, Trey Young, Trey Young made sure Danny Green didn't guard him at the game one. Yeah, yeah. So no, nah, I don't think so. You know, my man, I'm gonna say this: Bucks and seven. I love the Hawks. I love Trey Young. If the, I would love nothing more to be than to be proven wrong. That'd be dope. I would love I'll to see Clint Capella in the finals. Trey Young in the finals. I, I would love to see it. So, where does Brooklyn go from here after kind of a disappointing into that season? Health. If I'm Brooklyn, I take nothing away from this season. Absolutely nothing. I'm not, I don't change anything. I don't, I don't do anything like that. If I'm Brooklyn, get healthy. That's it. That's it. That's all that matters. You trade Joe Harris? No. I don't, I, if Joe, Joe Harris could literally be selling all playoff series, if Harden and Kyrie was healthy with KD, they sweep the Bucks. At most, the Bucks get a game. And whoever they play in the third round, they sweeping them. At most, they get a game. Whoever they see in the finals, they sweeping them. At most, they get a game. So you're running back. You're running back. back. You run it back. That. You have a full off. You have a full off season this year with, you know, the two of them going to the Olympics. But you know, you have a full off season. Harden gonna be in shape because he hooping all summer. KD gonna be there. They are gonna build more, even more chemistry. I don't know what Kyrie gonna do. You know what I'm saying? He probably gonna go to the Temple. That's cool. I'm just saying. You know what I'm saying? Then you come into the off season. You're gonna be fresh, ready to go. You can rest Harden. You can rest Kyrie. You can rest KD more games. You can manage them as you go throughout the season and be ready for the playoffs. But ultimately, it really don't matter how much you low manage people. If an injury gonna happen, the injury gonna happen. That's why I don't. That's why the whole low managing shit, I don't understand it. Because I'm like, bro, you can low manage every day and then step foot on the court and tell you ACL, bro. Like it don't matter how many games you miss. In November and January and March, like it don't matter, bro. Like exactly. you're gonna get hurt. Kyrie, you're gonna get hurt. So the Kyrie took all them games off during the season, made an All NBA team, and then missed the rest of the run because he landed wrong on Giannis. Because he landed wrong on some fluke, fluke shit. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Low man. The Harden basically had the last month and a half of the year off, stuff like the last what two weeks of the season. And then, you know, was walking up court and got hurt. Yep. Right. So, as soon as the ball tips, he come down the court, make a pass, tightness. Pop. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't really – that's why I really don't trust the low management stuff. The best thing you can do is just stay in shape 
and have luck. That's well, it. Like we, like we ain't never seen LeBron get hurt. It didn't, somebody died for a loose ball. Season over. Yep. Yep. Oh, speaking of hard, why is hard in KD playing in, in the Olympics? I like it. I like but, it, bro. I think I don't. Did you remember what happened last time we sent the elite of the elite to to the yeah. to overseas? Did we yeah, even yeah. get a medal? No, we didn't get no medal. We didn't make it to the medal round. <laughs> we didn't make it to the medal round, bro. I don't trust these new niggas. Send Jason Tate. I mean, send Kevin Durant and send James Harden. Make sure they get it done. But don't Harden have like a slight tear in his hamstring or something? No, he had a grade two hamstring strain, bro. That's it. He gonna be good. He gonna sit a month. He gonna he rehabbing all now. He gonna be straight for the 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 the, the Olympics, bro. He's straight, bro. He wouldn't play if he wasn't straight. Oh, he man. literally turned down the Olympics in 2016 because he was not. He did not like the way his season ended. Yeah, I remember that. Best mm-hmm. song, great choice for him too. Mm-hmm. Honestly, you know, a lot of the dudes right now probably might have to drop out though if they season go to the final. Man, Devin Booker like, don't need no rest. He's 22. Twenty-four, like, like Drew Middleton, Booker, because the way the finals are set up, the last day the finals could possibly end, like the Olympics starts the very next day. I'm I don't want to see Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton on team. USA. I don't want to see them either. <laughs> I don't want to see them on team. I'm sorry. I, I hope I'm not offending anybody. I don't want to see them on team USA. I want to see. I'd rather see Zach Levine. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'd rather see De'Aaron Fox. You know, I'd rather see young talent like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, we're talking about young guys, right? Zach Levine ain't been doing nothing. He's been on vacation. Get, we need you on the USA team. Exactly. We need it's you. Like, it's like when they said Harrison Barnes over there uh, last no, night. No. Oh, my God. We sent oh, Harrison bro. Barnes over there and thought we was winning something, bro. Oh, man. Him and all... Who's the other dude popped to it? Derek White? Myers, Myers Lennon. <laughs> or was it Mason Pump? No, I'm, my no, bad. Mason Pump Plumley. Mason Pump Plumley. Ain't no way, bro. But the Olympics, personally, I'm a huge fan of the Olympics. I love watching all the best of the best talent play with each other to, to come with an ultimate goal. I like seeing how guys change their game. Um, this might be one of the weakest Olympic teams. But I think Harden and KD make up a substantial amount of talent. Jason Tatum makes up a, a substantial, substantial amount of talent. He's he's even better than when he was two years ago when he hurt his ankle. You know, so you know it's it's all it's all good. It's all good. I wish my boy JB was healthy so he could get his all spot on the team too. Yeah, that'd be nice. JB, nice man. I like JB. Yeah, JB though. He broke his wrist the last I, month of the season though. Huh? So he broke his freaking wrist the last month of the season, though. Yeah, you know it's hard. The NBA is the NBA is 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 tough because last year in the bubble, y'all was healthy and y'all played the Sixers, who was just with Joel and B out there, you know. Mm-hmm. And then this year, boom, y'all played a healthy Harden, KD, and Kyrie with just Tatum and Kimba. But I don't even count Kimba. Exactly, Kimba played the first three games. He, I wish he. He was trying to lose us the one game we won. <laughs> Yo, what's that girl name? Sierra? Is that her name? The one that's uh from Detroit? Yeah. Bro, she posted a, a meme of Kimba when he missed a shot. 
and it was Squidward busting out laughing, bro. Dog, I was fucking crying when I seen that shit. Oh, I feel bad for him, though. Like, low key, he spent all them years in Charlotte. Everybody was like, he underrated, get us some help. Then he got the help with him, and his knees started like fall off the cliff. Watch how he playing OKC, though. Yeah. I guarantee you, he gonna have a great season. Boston gonna have a great season, too. But Kimba gonna have a great individual bounce back season, and people gonna say Brad Stevens was the problem. That's what people gonna say. But what they're not it. gonna realize is OKC not gonna be a playoff team. And Kimba gonna be putting up numbers on a team that's not making the playoffs, which is way easier to do than playing behind Jason Tatum, playing behind Janet Brown. Kimba Walker never got to develop his point guard skills. Yeah. He never he never got to develop his point guard skills. You feel me? So it's like with him, when he finally got on the winning situation, he played 10 years or something like that in Charlotte with nobody. He was with the Charlotte Hornets since they were the Bobcats, right? Or am I wrong? Yeah, the last season of the Bobcats. Bobcats okay. When he got drafted, right? So he ain't he been playing with Sean May and Tyler Hansborough. You know what I'm saying? He, was, he ain't been playing with nobody. Then he finally gets to a situation, his knees going bad, and he don't know how to play how, no other way. He don't know how to play no other style of ball besides thir- three scores. And Boston, they need to blow up the whole chase the guard thing. That's why I don't think that they should go after Damian Lillard. Even though I know yeah. Damian Lillard will be a huge upgrade, y'all don't need that. Get a we real don't. point guard. You know what I'm saying? Get a real point guard uh, and get a big, get some bigs. So, shoot, because how the like how Tatum and Brown function the best the last two years is when they had a um like that playmaker in the offense, whether it was Al Horford, then after he left, it was Gordon Hayward for last season when he was healthy. Then at the start of this season, it was Marcus Smart in the road before he got hurt. So, mm-hmm. I think when you bring Al Horford back. And then when you bring Smart back, willing to embrace being the past first guy, and then maybe you get like maybe just some shooters and maybe one other like slash in the wing or something where you develop one of the young guys into that. And then you can like just up the tempo because like you said, they were young, athletic. They move well with the ball, out the ball. And now you got them playmakers in the lineup opposed to last year where they kind of had to be the playmakers for a lot of the season. Now you open their game back up. Well, we're gonna see. We'll see. We're gonna see, man. I, I like y'all getting Al Horford back. I really do. Me I too. think that getting Al Horford back was a good move. He another big. I don't know. I don't know if y'all plan on bringing Tristan Thompson back, but if y'all do, that's even more size plus Robert Williams. Y'all can have a three man rotation of uh bigs. You know what I'm saying? Y'all have Robert Williams, you have Al Horford, and you'll have Tristan Thompson. You know what I'm saying? Y'all might get y'all, try to get y'all one more big or something like that. Try to have like four just in case one of them get hurt. You know what I'm saying? I think that'll be good. And they all play different. You know, Robert is more athletic. Tristan Thompson is losing his athleticism a little bit as he gets older. And Al Horford has no athleticism, but he can play inside, outside. He can pass. You know what I'm saying? He he, he committed. He know how to play team ball. So, yeah. Definitely. Let's talk about your boys for a second. Yeah, I got that. Number two pick, who you want? Evan Mobley. We uh, center, right? Center, USC. Center. So why him and I? What's the name? Jalen Green. I like Jalen Green. Jalen Green is my number two. He's my number two. If we don't get Evan uh, Evan Mobley, 
I would love to get Jalen Green. I would love to get him. Um, the reason why I'm so high on Evan Mobley, bro, is because we, in the NBA, off the top of my head, I can't think of a four or five combo that can play inside, that can play outside, that don't need the ball to shoot, that can play pick and roll, that can play pick and pop, that can, that can handle the ball full length of the floor, that can finish when they had the ball full length of the floor, that can pass when they handling the ball full length of the floor, that can guard the perimeter, that can guard the rim, that's athletic. Like, I'm just just naming things. I named like 15 things <laughs> that Christian Wood and Evan Mobley can bring. And plus, a lot of people think that Rockets are going to be able to move John Wall, and they might be able to. You know, I heard the Knicks might have some interest. I think the Chicago Bulls might have some interest. And that's cool, but I think that if we're not able to, if we're not able to move those guys, I would love to just keep John Wall. We already have we have our guard play solidified. Kevin Porter Jr. and John Wall. That's our guard play. Now you have a four and a five. And and and, and uh and, and Wood and Evan Mobley. And then you got your first team all rookie, Jay Sean Tate as a three. All right. You know, so I just feel like that dynamic no other team in the league has. You know, I just feel like, like um we got John Wall 40 million on the books. We got Eric Gordon's however many millions on the books. Those are the two major contracts we have. So if we can move John Wall, you know who I would like to move John Wall for? This is gonna sound crazy out of left field, but right now I'm in this mindset where I'm just trying to clear cap space. I don't care really who we get in return. I just want to clear, excuse me, I just want to clear cap space. I want to get Kobe White from Chicago. So I I would rather, I would like Kobe White not even like 23 yet, I don't think. I don't even think he's 23. He's still on his rookie deal. You feel what I'm saying? He's a young guard. The Bulls are trying to make the playoffs. This is the last year I feel like Zach Levine going to spend there if they don't make the playoffs. So trade for John Wall. Get you John Wall. Zach Levine with Nikola Vucevic had that big three right there. You know what I'm saying? Boom. Now you got that. You still don't have your rookie Patrick. I mean, your, your second year player, Patrick Williams, who's going to be 20 years old next year. 20. You feel me? So I think that that'll be, I think that I would really like for us to get Kobe White just to clear some of that pressure off the books. The boys can eat up that cap space that they got because they don't have nobody on their team. Besides Zach Levine and Vucevic, you know what I'm saying? So I think that that'll be good. You know, make them feel good. Make them feel closer to competing in the playoffs, actually getting a taste. Let Zach Levine get a taste of that playoff atmosphere. Who knows? They might have a run like the Hawks. You never know. You got to get to the playoffs in order to have a run. Plus, the Hornets right on their ass. The Pacers, all they got to do is get healthy. They better than the Bulls. Why keep staying stagnant and doing the same thing over? For the Rockets, Personally, I don't care if we don't win for the next two years. I'm trying to get as much picks, top three, top four, top five picks as possible. This is our first top two picks since, like, y'all or something, ain't it? 2002. Oh. That's yeah. a long time. <laughs> y'all boys have been in this situation in a minute. Bro, we always draft bigs. Like, that's why I think that – that's why I'm just like, I don't know. I think that's why I like Evan Mobley so much. Every time we have a top pick like this – Akeem Olajuwon, 7-1 or 6-11, whatever. Y'all mean 7-6, Mobley, 7 feet. You feel what I'm saying? Like, and I'm looking at DeAndre Ayton dominate tonight. I'm looking at him dominating the inside, and I'm just like, bro, I want that. 
You don't need it in today's league because a lot of these bids are coming. You got Giannis, you got um, Jokic, Aiden, Bam, um, shoot, Cat, if you want to count him. Cat is a bid, yes. Yeah. Um, Rudy Gobert is bear. <laughs> I would count him as like a dominant bid. Where he's, nah, Rudy Gobert, he's bro. Rudy Gobert is why defense can be overrated. Fair. Like, people be like, defense, 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 defense. I would rather have Jokic just no defense playing ass than Rudy Gobert 10 times out of 10 without even thinking about it. 10 out of 10. Like 10 I was out of 10. somebody else today, Jokic's defense and numbers only look so crazy because he legit the only good defender on that team outside of Conley. So for like yeah. the past four years, it's literally just been him. They've done like funneling everything to him defensively. He's defensive player of the Jazz, not defensive player of the year. Exactly. So <laughs> if you look at that just in the vacuum, of course, nobody going to have a bigger defensive impact than him because it's just him. But then you yeah. look at Giannis in Milwaukee, and Giannis has somehow turned Brooke Lopez into an all-defensive player the last couple of years. Even over the last decade, Brooke Lopez had the reputation of no defense, no rebound, no nothing. That's wrong. Yeah, he was like the first center ever with 100 made threes and 100 blocks in a season. Exactly. Like two years and ago. That, and that would have never happened before playing with Giannis. <laughs> like, come hey. on, so. Brooke Lopez plays really good defense on Click Capella, too, so I'm really interested. That's another dynamic that I'm really looking forward to seeing in that Hawks-Bucks series. But Trey Young so good with that floater. And making the yeah. defender like freeze that you know Brooke Lopez might commit and he going to live straight over. Uh, and that's for Yama gotta come in though. That's his job. Yeah. His job was to make up for one of them guys, you know, and get beaten, roaming his side of the floor. So we are gonna see. And Yana's how to embrace being physical that six. Capella going to try to uh, you know, tough him off, lean on him a little bit. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, 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 These playoffs are very interesting. Nothing panned out how I thought it was going to pan out. Absolutely nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I thought for sure the, Clip, the, the Jazz was going to get the Clippers out the paint. I thought for sure the Lakers was going to get Phoenix out the paint. No. I thought for sure the Nets was winning the championship this year. Like, <laughs> I was just like, oh, man, this is about to be like, check, check, check. Like, I was – but injuries, man. Injuries, bro. Injuries, Dang, bro. bro. Injuries, That's man. Cool. And I'm going to tell you something about Boston. Man. I know you're a Boston fan, bro. Boston, I don't know how you might feel about this, but I'm going to say this. Y'all could have kept Kyrie. Y'all could have kept Al Horford. Y'all could have kept Gordon Hayward and added to those three players I just named, Kawhi Leonard and Anthony Davis. Now, I know what A.D. Pop said. I'm not oblivious to that. However, I don't give a fuck. You could have had Kyrie, Kawhi, Gordon Hayward, Al Horford and me playing the five. <laughs> That's a championship. 
Then Kawhi's a free agency. Cool. Go get AD now. You got another one. Kyrie, Anthony Davis, Gordon Hayward, Al Horford. That's another ring. Kyrie leave. Anthony Davis leave. You got two championships. I will say. You don't have nobody. You don't have Tatum no more. He gone. He flourishing. (laughs) You don't have Jalen Brown no more. He gone. He flourishing. But you got two championships. I will say that the only move from that whole era of Ainge, like never making trades, that I wish he would have made was the Kawhi trade. Because you gave Kyrie. Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown would have been on the first thing smoking to San Antonio, bro. Because if you just give Kyrie and Kawhi one year window, I think Kyrie put aside whatever and difference he had at the time to go get the ring. And then if they both leave, then I mean, you still and you still had Al Horford. Exactly. You still had Gordon Hayward. This was 2018. That's his first year there, right? Mm-hmm. 2019, Kawhi leaves. Boom, he gone. 2019, AD south. He don't want to go to LA. I don't care. I'm still <laughs> trading for you. You gonna play? You can leave in a free agency, bro. I don't care. Just give me the ring. <laughs> Now I got two ships in two years, but I lost all my talent. I got you gotta eat that. You gotta eat that. But I got two rings. Instead, you kept Tatum, you kept Brown, you lost Kyrie, you got Kimba, you lost Gordon, you lost Horford. You got zero rings to show for it. No. It is what it is, so man, that's the game. <laughs> win a championship. I said that's the game, man. You take the game. Are they gonna win a championship? I hope so. <laughs> they the window is now, so Tatum is on his second deal. So every move for the next four years has gotta be with the goal of getting the championship. So that's why I'm glad Ains stepped up. Can you hear me? You, you for all right? Go ahead and say what you said again. I said, "Well, Tatum on his second deal. Every move for the next four years is got to be geared towards getting that ring." Yeah, and they got the Rockets That's, projected to take Jalen Green. Shoot, I, I like Jalen, man. I'm not gonna be mad. <laughs> I ain't gonna be mad at all. I ain't gonna be Ooh. mad at all. Who's the other Jalen in the draft? Is Jalen Green and one other one? Jalen Suggs. Jalen Suggs, okay. Right. Yeah, that was the top four. They in the top was, four. So it was K, Mobley, Green, and Suggs. Mm-hmm. So Kate is off the board. You'd be satisfied any of those other three? Yeah, for sure. I don't, I, as long anybody in the top four I'm happy with, I just want Evan Mobley. You don't want Evan Mobley. I'll tell you, I'll tell you. Gotcha, gotcha. Sooner conference final starts tomorrow, right? Yes, sir. East. Or, or technically today, but whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, word, word. So what's the latest on Kawhi? Do we have an update the last couple of days? He gone, bro. Just give it up. <laughs> Sham's talking about a partially torn ACL. That man is done. I see the torn ACL. I read some earth. They said they think it might I mean, be a spring. Yeah, y'all. 
Wow. Yo. You froze again, my G. My bad. You hear me? Mm-hmm. Oh, all right. But now I read somewhere else that he might just have a sprain. And a sprain is like maybe. Oh, well, weeks. sure. If he got a sprain, then we'll see. You know, Kawhi don't play for no pain. He sure don't. And Monster Dennis ain't having it. <laughs> nah, not at all. He in a contract year, too. Dang, Player he option is, year. Oh, he ain't going nowhere, though. Okay. With these this Y'all man know. left the team that won a championship. To go back home, though. So. To go to the Clippers. The Clippers. The I ain't trying to knock the Clippers. I don't got nothing against the Clippers. I'm just saying, he left. The, I ain't never seen a player leave the championship team after winning the championship, after winning finals MVP. That was one of the most complete teams of the 2010s. And he left. <laughs> Think about how much better the Clippers would be. And I, I said I was tweeting about this the other day. Think about how much better the Clippers would be if they kept Shea Gilgis Alexander, if they kept Danilo Gallinari, and they just added Kawhi to that team. That team was already fucking good. That team was in the eighth seed, pushed Golden State to six games. Now, I don't know how much Golden State was playing down to the competition, but regardless, they pushed it them six games. Shea Gilchrist Alexander is a damn good player. Now, he averaged like 24, 25 points per game on 50, 40, 90 in yeah. OKC. That's we see point. what Gallo's still hooping in Atlanta. He was hooping in OKC. You feel me? And they traded they traded all of the, that talent plus the picks for Paul George. And they got a good team. Paul George is a good player, but they would have been a much more complete team. They would have their guard play good. They would have their big play good. They would have just have to add Kawhi to the mix. Just one player, just add him in. But do you risk calling Kawhi Bluff and telling him no, though? I ain't, I'm not knocking the Clippers. I'm knocking Kawhi. Oh, okay, I got you. I'm knocking Kawhi for making them do that. That that was, mm-mm. I would have did that. Because, you know, if Jimmy would have come into the Clippers, he would have had to do But he might have been a little too late on that one. Yeah, Jimmy, Jimmy is one of his own team. So he got it. I don't think that he's ever going to the finals again, bro. I hope he enjoyed 2020, bro. <laughs> hope he enjoyed the I hope he enjoyed 2020. Oh, Victor Oladipo, your running mate. Good luck to you. Oladipo was, Oladipo was a nasty dude, too, bro. <laughs> I mean, Oladipo was walking around the league, letting everybody know he wanted to be in Miami. He was playing well when he first got to Houston, and he just like tanked the next like twenty games. Nah, he was, was not. He was not playing well in Houston. Oh, dang. I, I thought he was playing well like the first maybe five six games or so. Yeah, he was. Uh, oh, he was boy. inconsistent. He was like our fourth best player. Oh, right. So, yeah, just ask Chris. So, back to him being a nasty nigga. <laughs> and then he was like, and then he was like, no, nah, I just want to be somewhere where people are not giving up on me. Yeah, Old Depot, you're a nasty guy. Yeah, and then you bro, then he, like, I don't know who, I don't know who he think going to pay him that money. Exactly. He turned down like three extensions from y'all and the Pacer. Then got to Miami, was all hype, running up court. Full speed donkey like he we ain't seen all season. Then he was hurt like three games later. <laughs> he said, "Nasty dude, <laughs> yeah, nasty dude, bro." 
I don't make fun of nobody injury, but it don't pay to be a nasty man walking around like this. Hey, ask James Harden. Harden might be the only one that's to see. He's just not going to get it this year. No, he's not getting it this year. Karma, Karma got their ass this year, bro. Yeah. They, was like, they was like, we can't let you do this shit in the league. That's we can't let y'all niggas quit. You know what I'm saying? But, quit on teams and then go win the championship, bro. Blake, I'm sorry, no. James Harden, I'm sorry, no. Can't let y'all niggas get away with this. But I feel look, I respect Harden a little bit because at least he said he wanted to be traded like prior to getting the camp and everything. Blake yeah. went into the season and then just like was like, I'm not doing this no more. And then started <laughs> moping around Detroit and then get the Brooklyn donkey and then start barking at the bench in Detroit when they match off the like, right, yeah. yeah. That 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 type of stuff. Should be like shunned in the NBA. We shouldn't. We shouldn't even be like. We shouldn't be congratulating dudes for doing that. We should be putting them on first team, all nasty. Like exactly. you know what I'm saying? Because that stuff's not cool, bro. Quitting on your team and somebody actually tried to say I was a coon because I was like, it's not cool to to breach your contract. And they was like, oh, you sound like these white men. And I'm like, bro, if you write a contract for somebody to clean your house and they breach your contract and don't clean your house, you have the right to take them to court because they're not doing something that they said that they would do. They can't just stop. You're not going to allow them to just stop cleaning your house after they sign a contract because they need mental space or they want to party and they want to avoid the... No, like, in what world do you live in, bro? Like... See, now I get the players who got traded to, like, a situation they don't want to be in just like a tiny bit of leeway. But then you got the dudes like Kevin Love who signed the big extension. And they complain like a year later and just start like dog, he threw the ball. Like, he threw the ball out of bounds. And then teams teams are so scared to hold the players accountable that they let them operate with impunity because if they find the player, then other players gonna get on Twitter, LeBron. Oh, he, he, oh, y'all wrong. You see how the organization do you? Blah, blah, blah. Now don't nobody want to play for your team. Exactly. That shit whack, bro. It's crazy. I the said, players, if I was the GM, GM player, would try me like this. I'll send y'all like the worst team in the league. So put a low low. Nah, nigga, I'm calling the I'm calling the Shanghai Sharks, <laughs> man. Exactly. For real. Or over the show. Hard would have showed to my training camp. I'd say he'd have been in Sacramento like two days later. For like a second <laughs> round practice. <Right>. or something. <laughs> that shit crazy, man. But shit, you got to do what you got to do in the NBA, man. It's a yeah. different league, bro. It's a different time. That's what it is. All right, one last thing. Where do the Warriors go from here? Hopefully they rest and piss. <laughs> like, I don't care. I, I, I was lied to this season, bro. I was lied to this season. And I don't appreciate Warriors fans. I don't appreciate them. They said Steph Curry could do what James Harden could do, which was lead the league in scoring. He did. Finished top five in assists. Finished top three in minutes. Top one in usage. Had your team a top four seed in the West. He did what? One of the five? I, I, I was that's that's fifteen percent. 
If you go one of five in, in the game, nobody's going to say you had a good shooting night. You know what I'm saying? So he barely led the league in scoring. We hardly led the league in scoring. He lapped niggas. You know what I'm saying? So we barely giving him that. He checked half about. He get half the check mark. He get a line through the box. He don't even get, get a, a line check. The box. You know what I'm saying? So I don't. The Warriors. This is my. This is my only issue, and then we can finish it, bro. This is my only issue with the Warriors and anybody that dick rolled them for the past five years. They was dishonest. They talked about how beautiful that system was, how you could win with that system, how everybody should play that way. In the past two seasons, they missed the playoffs running that same system. So is it the system or is it the players? Is it because you had the best of the best talent, the best of the best shooting of all time, or is it the system? That's all I want to know. Play look, this is not football, B. In football, you can get away with like some low end talent and still like make a wild card game or something. In basketball, if you don't have the premium talent, you're going straight to the bottom of the sandwich. Exactly. OKC can't run that system and be the number one seed and win 70 games. Exactly. You can't make can't. a hundred, you can't make a hundred pass of possession kick it to a bad shooter wide open and expect the same results as kicking it to play and stuff and KD all day. No, you're kicking it to Lou Dort. Exactly. And Lou Dort is bricking. And Baisley. Exactly. That's all. That's my only thing. They acted like they was basketball royalty and they knew everything. And them niggas don't. That's all I want to see. I just want to hear people. I just want them to wear shirts that say I'm a hypocrite. And then I'm good. I can I can rest well. I can't wait till you and Nat get on here. <laughs> oh man, I love Nat, but she gonna have to face this rap. She gonna have to face the music. <laughs> she gonna have to face the music, bro. I'm gonna say, why did you lie to me? <laughs> oh man, so you're not concerned about a two lottery picks? Huh? So you're not concerned about a two lottery picks? No. No, what they got seven and. 14. And they just messed up the top three picks last year by taking Wiseman over Melo. And then they shitted on Wiseman. And then, yeah, threw him all on the bus. Shitted on Wiseman. I don't know if he knows what he's doing. What the fuck you mean, bro? I bet you, you Harden would have had him looking like an all-star. Exactly. That's your job. You're supposed to teach him Wiseman, what he's doing. Wiseman got to pass the ball and watch Steph Curry run over 70 screens. Before he shoot a three and then do the Jordan symbol trying to draw a foul. I'm done, bro. I'm fed up, bro. I'm fed up, bro. They can rest the piss. You done with the way? I'm done, bro. I'm done. Oh, man. That was funny. <laughs> hey, what are you going to do, though? It is what it is, man. It is what it is. They time to, you know, struggle for a little bit. It's always the NBA gets us off. Then when they made a play in game and stuff, they ain't scoring overtime. Hey. Him and KD um, both did that um, at least one time this postseason. I don't say nothing, bro. I'm tired of getting, I'm tired of my mentions getting filled with hate speech because I do the same shit that people do to Harden and LeBron. I, all I do, I, it's not even about being a fan of Harden. It's not even being about being a fan of LeBron. 
all I do is do the same shit that people do to them and people be mad. So I'm like, well, how do you think I be feeling when y'all do it to other people? Oh man, you should use context. What? I should use context? I should use context. <laughs> I should use context. Okay. You don't like, use context. Uh, it's okay when you don't use context, but I should use context when you slandering a player being stupid and I'm and I'm doing and, and, and but when I do it and I be stupid and I ignore everything of the great that a player did, it's a problem. Like Luke, like um, Luca Hoff running around here the last two years, slandering everybody else from the draft class, stomping all over Trey Young, and then now Mac we giving Trey his flowers, Luca at home, and they hey, want to play the hypothetical game. Don't talk to me about content. Now, oh man, Trey Young got the better built team. Well, damn, Trey Young. I saw Trey Young give the ball up to Kevin Huter and let him cook. I saw Trey Young give the ball up to Danilo Grant Gallinari. I ain't never seen Luca get a ball up three, four, five straight possessions to KP. Never. He used him as a pick and pop. He be using KP like he Ryan Anderson. <laughs> Seven feet tall, three point line all day. Won't let Jalen Brunson run the offense for a couple stretches. Hovering. Oh, bro. That's, that's they like, the Rockets. They the Rockets of Northern Texas. <laughs> they the James Harden Rockets of Northern Texas, bro. I'm telling you, I've seen that team before. I love Luca. I've seen that team before. That is James. That is a white James Harden that's right-handed. That's from Slovenia, and or Slovakia, and. That is Daryl, and that's Daryl Morey and all the boys. That's them. That's them. Mary Image. Running around saying, what about the team? And, but he the golden boy, though, right? You can't play them games nothing, when bro. you do all that. <laughs> I ain't saying nothing, bro. All I'm saying is, I've seen it before. We've all seen it before. Every starter had that season where they get to go high value, man. Do whatever they want, stuff like maybe can't do, but whatever. And then don't win KD be wanting to join every year. KD want to play on the Olympic team, so he he ain't never been put in that situation. Exactly. Every year. Well, we shall see though. We don't see. Like I said, final prediction: you got Boston seven, I got Boston six. How many more? How many games Clippers won? Bucks and Phoenix. Um, I don't believe in Paul George. The Clippers had a nice run. Congratulations on getting to the conference finals, but you're not healthy. It's nobody's fault. Y'all battling hard. I could look stupid in a few days, and this shit could be tied up 2-2. But I don't think so. Not with this team. If Kawhi ACL is on, what's the outlook on the rest of his prime? I don't know. I don't know, Scott. I don't know what you want me to say to that, bro. What you saying? He don't. He don't bounce back or what? I don't. Kawhi is. Uh, we just, I don't know. We just. We just saw KD take the Achilles to the chin and come back the same player. KD is different from Kawhi. First of all, bro. KD is a way, way more talented than Kawhi Leonard, bro. Way more gifted office. I would argue argue 
Anybody that would. think Kawhi, I, I would Anybody that think Kawhi's on Kevin Durant level is stupid. I done seen some tweets having Kawhi over KD all time. They stupid. Those are stupid people. I, I agree, but that's what they. That's what some people. Kawhi Leonard is in a tier below. He's in that uh, uh, Anthony Davis range, which they is still it. fucking great, but it's Look, levels. Man. Folks are saying if Kawhi finishes around and get that third ring, then they don't have some conversations about him and KD. I don't agree with it, but that's what that's what the rings the are so fucking stupid, bro. I hate the <laughs> ring talk, bro. I don't even want to get I don't even want to get into the ring talk, bro. Rings are so overrated, bro. Doc Rivers is able to get run around and get coaches and coaching jobs because of a ring he won in 2008. Rings are dumb. People get a ring and they can live off of it. I hate that shit. So if James Harden win a ring, none of his playoff chokes ever happened. Right? He that's he's a rule. champion. Like that's Same. that's so dumb, bro. Like that's dumb to me. Like they happened. It's in the past. You overcame it, but it happened. Is people Same gonna is people gonna really sit here? If James Harden would win a ring this year, people gonna really sit here and be like, you know what? In 2017 versus the Spurs, it really wasn't his fault. Like, no, it was. Like, that actually, it's okay to say it happened. You know what I'm saying? Chris Paul with the ring this year. You know what? That 3-1 lead that they blew, that wasn't his fault. Yes, it was. It's okay. He overcame it. But rings have too much power in the NBA. Don't, I don't, I don't know. People put too much stock at the championships, bro. I don't care about championships. I look at a player's skill. That's what I look at. Personally, just talking about myself. I ain't mad at I said rings don't create the legacy. They, I guess, solidify in a way. Yeah. But even then, you can still be a legend without one. So it's just whatever. For sure, man. For sure, bro. Like, I know people push back on me, man. But like I said, bro, I just feel like when you one of them ones, bro, it don't matter about the championships because that shit ultimately is a team sport. Dwayne Wade got three. Two of those came with LeBron. Harden didn't get to play with prime LeBron, bro. And Chris Bosh and Shane Battier and Ray Allen and Udonis Haslam and Mike Miller and Rashard Lewis and Eric Spolster get coached by Eric Spolster. He didn't get to play with that shit. So how could you knock him? How could you knock him? Yeah. No, I'm saying, but hey, what do I know? But you you kill T-Mac, though. Huh? I said, but you still nah, kill Mac. T Mac had enough help to get out the first round. Fuck out of here, nigga. <laughs> Fuck out of here, nigga. That nigga T Mac had enough. He had enough. He had enough help to get out the first round. But I don't, I don't never ever say conference finals. I don't never say finals. I don't never say championship with Tracy McGrady. Only thing I say is he had enough to get out the first round. People compare him to Kobe. People say he better than Wade. People say he better than Iverson. People say he better than Ray Allen. People say he better than James Harden. People say he better than Damian Lillard. People, all them guys have done more in the playoffs than Tracy McGrady has number one options. That's Reggie fair. Miller has done more. Reggie Miller took a team to the finals at 30, 30-something. Like, <laughs> with Jalen Rose as his number two. And Jalen Rose and Mark Jackson. Come on, bro. Mark Jackson out there yelling with all due respect as he passed another sis. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Patricia yeah. McGrady can't get out of round one. What y'all mean? I'm all right, man. Don't, don't get me riled up today, bro. Don't no, we're not doing it. You did that the first time you were here. 
<laughs> oh, that's all good, but all right, bro. Appreciate it. All right, man. Salute, bro. Thanks for having that's me on, bro. We gonna we gotta do this like we got oh, yeah. this once a week at least. Yeah, so we back with it next week. You already know. All right, man. All right, though.